This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. All right, Brian, as, as you know, we, we talk about there, okay, they, they could clearly stand to get better in the middle of their defense at, yeah. at several different levels. They need to be tougher yeah. um, in, in a lot of respects. I, I think that that's all a given. When we look at where this stands with the coaching staff, it looks like right now they're going to run back a, a significant portion of their, their coaching staff. I don't know that it's going to be everybody, but it's going to be – a significant portion and a lot of your key players, I think. Um, you know, if Dan Quinn, if the musical chairs for a third off season sees him standing up, left without a chair, uh, I think it sounds like he's he's probably back. Um, and it, it doesn't sound like they're gonna to chase him off, but the, I don't think they're necessarily gonna fight to pay out the nose to keep him here if he gets a job offer, um, like they would have in the past off seasons, but. Assuming you, you Dan, extend, Qu- you can't give him any more extension if you're not going to extend Mike McCarthy. Oh, sure, hundred. You just you can't do that. Yeah. Assuming, assuming Dan Quinn and Mike McCarthy are back, mm-hmm. who do you think has to earn back more trust and confidence in the Cowboys fan faithful and? And just in the when you analyze this team, who has more work to do to undo the damage that was done at the end of this season, Mike McCarthy or Dan Quinn? I think fans are probably more critical right now of Dan Quinn than they are Mike McCarthy. Which is interesting. They, you never would have thought we would have hit this point. No, you, and and I think people will have. I think people will have seen what Mike and Brian Schottenheimer and them were able to do with Dak. For the majority of the season, uh, well, I shouldn't say the majority, from week six through, you know, the end of you know, week 17, week 18, mm-hmm. Dak Prescott was an MVP, was in the MVP conversations. Absolutely. I think a lot of that had to do with Dak. I, I really do. But you got to give Mike credit for working with him. Uh, Dak talked about how Mike helped him and all that. To me, I kind of feel like that's kind of just, you know, trying to show support. I just would like to one time hear Dak, you know, say, you know, you know, damn, I wish we'd have done this or damn, I wish we'd have done that kind of a thing, you know. But I, I think you got to give McCarthy credit and Schottenheimer credit for what they were able to do. Oh, oh, I, and I, I, think, Quinn, I think I think I and I think just really quickly, I do yeah. think that Dak would consider. I, I do think that there's some honesty there still. I do think that yeah. Dak considers getting out of his way a form of credit of. You deserve credit for 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 letting me do my thing, for being hands off. I appreciate you not being so such a micromanager and letting me do that. So I do think that there is some sincerity there when he says, "Hey, I appreciate this," because yeah. I think he appreciates being able to run it the way he wants. Dak played really, really well this year. It's just unfortunate that that things come down in the playoffs and you know they just can't get it done. You know, Dak Dak he plays beautifully at times. He really does. And but unfortunately the things that, that plague him when he's not good tends to plague him in in the playoffs. And it, I don't think it's the pressure. Um I think there's I think there's just 
I think that he gets really anxious in these games. I mean, he was brilliant against Tampa last year. You know, just brilliant. Yeah. And so you're you're you know you see that and you think he's just capable. But you know, Green Bay had a great plan the way they play him. Green Bay's offense really, you know, really kind of took it to you in that game. But absolutely, I think I, I, to answer your question, I think that Dan Quinn has gone from this savior to what the hell was he thinking? And you know, a lot of it had to do with what the decisions that they made, like I said, at the linebacker spot. And people are wondering why. Well, hell, why is it Mozzie Smith working out? You know, you know yeah. why is it? Why is that not? You know, the injuries to Vanderesh, the Diggs. You know, those were huge. Those were huge injuries. And you know, you want to you want to say Dan was kind of doing the best he could with the personnel he had, but he's responsible for the personnel too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He really is. You got to give Jordan Lewis some credit for playing a lot better in the last half of the year. Uh, you know, we've seen what Bland was able to do. You got to give him credit for that. But there's some things in that 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 playoff game left a bad bad taste in a lot of fans' mouths. Yeah, and look, I think that we we've got to be careful not to not not to overreact. Obviously, to the the, the recency bias of of what went on in the playoff game and and issues like that because he's. Dan Quinn has shown that he can do a lot of different things that that you haven't seen done here in Dallas with various defensive coordinators for years. His teams generate a lot of pressure. His teams mm-hmm. generate a lot of turnovers. Those are two things people wanted to see here for a very long time. Sure. One of the, the biggest criticisms I, I always go back to is when you know Tyron Matthew was available a couple different times, we always heard not a scheme fit, so yeah. they're not interested. And it mm-hmm. drove people nuts. Sure. I think the biggest credit to Dan Quinn and the thing that's changed in three years of him being here is he is one who says, give me just give me football players and I'll make it work. Yeah. I will find something for them to I'll make J. Ron Kurz, who was a mm-hmm. special teamer his whole career, I'll make him an impact player. I'll make Marquise right. Bell play linebacker. This is gonna work out. So I think that that's where he deserves a lot of credit. Um and and you know, is still a, a an impactful person, but he's got he does have things, and I trust that he'll know this. He has things he has to work on. He's mm-hmm. got to figure out this Shanahan scheme. This Shanahan well, scheme is killing him, yeah. and and I don't know the easy fix for that. Uh, one of the big things we talked about this year was motion. Um, if you look at the four games where they allowed the most yards uh, this year, Brian, it was to the team that was. Third most motion at the snap, fourth most motion at the snap, fifth most, and seventh most. Those were the four highest yard games. And you've started hearing that kind of coming out of the building a little bit is like, hey, we really struggle as a defense with handling some of these teams that that like to play with motion at the snap and generate some eye candy, and it really makes sun discipline. And that's something that he's got to get better at in terms of as a teacher and as a schemer and in terms of just coaching guys to be disciplined. Yeah, I totally. I mean, I totally agree with you on that. On all the things with, you know, with 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 Dan and and the you know he, the one thing I know about Dan is he's not going to run away from that. You know, the the off season now is going to be spent. You know, Dan Quinn adjusted how he went from he used to call defenses in Seattle and then in Atlanta to where he is now. I mean, he he it's different. When, yeah, when he talked about going into 
you know, going and taking and learning and all that. I believe him. There's some coaches mm-hmm. that say that I don't believe. I don't maybe believe in this, I think they maybe just, in this building. Yeah, well, I just I, I don't <laughs> believe it. So anyway, that's kind of where I'm at on with with Dan because I think he will. I think he'll sit down and say, okay, were the issues that we had. The biggest problem I had is with this defense, Bobby, is when they gave up big plays, communication was a huge problem. I mean, a huge problem. That Green Bay, the the the, the plays that Green Bay made. Huge communication problems, you know. Yeah. Now Green Bay might have got a little fortunate too, you know. Romeo Dobbs, he he's they're running a deep over and they get max protection. They got the deep over covered, and what happens? Dobbs is kind of stumbling around and he runs away from Gilmore, and it's like he ran to, where he ran to an area where he knew the ball was going to be. He it's like. It wasn't like I don't I don't think it was designed for Dobbs to go back inside you know go inside and then go back to the outside mm-hmm. and then completely lose and unless they're doing a two level read you know I mean it was almost like that he was just stumbling and falling and okay well I've got to get over here because I might this is where the ball's going you know maybe he saw the 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 deep over was covered and he tried to get you know but the communication, and I don't know if it's Donovan Wilson or, you know, but to let the, the let the the tight end go like he did, you know, I mean, they're just huge, huge plays. Yeah, you know, the the inside the in breaking route, the one of the first, you know, when first series of the game, they throw to Dobbs on the end, and he gets it for twenty something yards, and they've got Curse playing free safety, and three guys are running with, you know, running with another with Watson. And you're like, oh, whoa! This is what this is what the this is what the commanders do, this is what the Giants do, you know. This is what the you know this is what teams that don't play good defense do, you know. Yeah, it, it we was looked you, like you, the you commanders looked like out a, there, and you we looked, looked like, like a commanders bad in Week team. 18 is what yep. we looked like. You yeah, know? that's that's the thing that surprises me the most is, you know, when you start to talk about motion. Does the motion affect communication with the Cowboys secondary or did it? Or did it affect communication with the linebackers and the secondary? Sure. You know, they have to determine where the busts and the big plays and the chunk plays, communication issues, or just they did not teach it the right way. You know, I, I, I want to believe that they were prepared, but how prepared? You know, that's. Kind of where I'm at right now. You are listening to the Love the Star podcast. The Love the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.